I just came back from the salon. And for the record, I went with a sassy little bob and quiet luxury shade of blonde. Yes, that's literally what we're calling it, quiet luxury. Aside from trips to the salon, I don't actually blow out my hair. My hair is naturally wavy, and that's why I love Way. Way's new anti-frizz cream is a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I know that I have a limited amount of time <laughs> with wet, wavy hair in which to get myself in order. And that is why I love the anti-frizz cream. It has notes of bergamot, Italian lemon, violet, and more. And it smells un. Believable, Truly, as someone who is a little bit sensitive to scents, I put this in my hair and I feel great. It also genuinely pairs well with my perfume, which I appreciate. I don't blow out my hair because after years of color processing and attempting to make it straight, I know it looks better and stays healthier when I avoid blow drying, which is why I love the anti-frizz cream. I've used products, especially with wavy hair, where it feels heavy and looks kind of wet. And that's why I love Waze Anti-Frizz Cream because it enhances the natural waves in my hair. I still look like me, just a little elevated. And P.S. I am way obsessed with Waze's other bestsellers. Their leave-in conditioner, detox shampoo, my personal favorite. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E- O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code Andy for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Andy. If time is a gift, then 2018 was an iPod shuffle. I may not be perfect, but I haven't heard any complaints. <laughs> You guys, it's Andy's Girls episode 88 because I looked at it when I was talking to you about how many taglines I've had to think of. Um, guys, Andy's Girls episode 88, first one of 2019. Oh, it is. And I'm so happy to be joined again by Seth Platner. Hello, hello, who hello, hello. Is like so fun. And I feel like each of the essentially revolving co hosts that I've had, because it's not really a guest, it's like a revolving co host. Sure. Oh, I like Kelly Ripa style. Sure, I'll take that. And I feel like everybody has a different energy. And I love when you and I kiki because it's so different than anyone else. And I feel like you talk about things because in a way. Because it's like frenetic. Oh, <laughs> no, like... because it's so good. And you talk about things in a way where I'm like, oh, I'm learning right now. I'm learning a lesson. <laughs> now I feel pressure. Um, no, no pressure. No pressure. Educate. <laughs> well, talking about education, you're now working for like your school. You're working for a publication that's all about schooling the people on the fabulous lives we can live one day and sleep and eat stuff mm -hmm, mm -hmm, that are pretty, mm -hmm, please, mm -hmm. please. So since we last kikied, you started an amazing new position as the entertainment editor at, oh my God, you guys, my voice and speech teacher is going to murder me, Architectural Digest. Architectural. Architectural Digest. One of the hardest words to say out I mean, loud. Yeah, I feel I've, like I'm chewing it. Right. I've been there for three months and I think every, I, I get nervous every time I have Architectural to say it. is what I want to say. I think it's just going to come out as like argagoogagook. Right. <laughs> and sometimes it does. So I just kind of just speed over it really, really quickly. Um, so yes, do you love it? Dynasty. What, who, what, which celebrities have you like kiki with in their kitchen? Well, so 
we do a lot of home tours. That's a big thing. Oh, right. Because it's like about your house. Yeah. It's all... <laughs> it's yep. clicking. Mm-hmm. It's yep. clicking. Architectural design. Yep. Um, so I help sort of facilitate a lot of celebrity home tours. And since I've started, we've done Ashley Tisdale. We've okay. done... Um, who else have we done? Like, we've got one coming up with Lance Armstrong. We did... Oh. Um, Judy Greer. Oh yeah, she's She's so fun. She's got like a cute little LA bungalow. She's like like, Catherine Hahn in that space where like they're famous, but like they're super relatable because they're definitely still people, but they're like great character actors. Just like character actors that everybody loves. Um, That was really great. Um, I know I've done more. I just can't like think of any. Do you go? Are you there? I don't go. I haven't got to go yet. Make it happen. Yeah, because they happen all over the country, mostly in Los Angeles. So we just like send a crew. I'll send like a writer to do the interview. And then I sort of like piece it all together for like a digital story. And we do like video tours because people love video tours. They love going inside people's homes. Um, So yeah, I've done a lot of like cool things like that. I also got to do, if you haven't checked it out, go to architecturaldigest.com and look for our good gal pal, Carrie Juber. (gasps) Because I did the Duber Kitchen. The oven. When they talked about, yep. The yep, Maltini. Yep, the Maltini. Is that what it's called? Yep, Maltini $75,000 oven. I think it's either sixty or 75000 Either way, their whole kitchen cost like $300,000. And I had the unique pleasure of getting to like do a little story on it for our website. And people were like gaga for it they loved it because like you see a headline that's like look at this housewife's three hundred thousand dollar kitchen right. people want to see it i wanted to see it that's why i wanted to write about it and i got to interview carrie and mark oh together my God. they were so lovely i mean carrie is just like she is on the show like i yeah. kind of thought like oh this will be interesting because i'll get to see a side of her that like maybe doesn't exist on the show but she was she was carrie I mean, funny, like, like real, a little hyper. She's yeah, manic. Just, she, she's she like had, a little manic. She had literally just dropped off Zuri at school. So she oh came in. God. I was talking to Mark first and then she comes in and she's like, it's me. Oh my God, Seth, I'm so sorry. And she just hops right <laughs> on the phone. We start talking. She's going in. She's like ribbing Mark the whole time in oh, that cute little way. Yeah. Mark's just like steel, just keeps going. He like, right. he like has all the facts about everything that he did in the kitchen. Cause it's kind of mostly for him. He's the big chef. Right. right? And Carrie's just like, just singing in there with those one liners. And I was like, she is so charming. Yeah, they're a cute little couple. Were, I mean, uh, they, t- I mean, I love, I've always liked Carrie and yeah, she's but they great. just totally like won me over because they, yes, their kitchen is $300,000 and yes, they have this crazy multi stove, but like they, you can tell they actually spent all that money on it because it's like the only house or kitchen room in their house that they want to spend right. any time in. Like yeah, they, they're not spending 300K in every room in their house. No, but they this cook is their all like, the time. It was so, like the way they were walking me through showstopper. it. Showstopper. They were walking me through like the design and why it's designed a certain way and why they bought that stove and why this is in that place. And I was like, oh, they didn't just like go and pick out like that expensive fridge and that expensive hood and that expensive like mixer. Mm-hmm. Like everything was put in there for a purpose. a purpose because of how they like to cook and entertain. And I was like, okay, this is cool. You know, like it was cool. Um, and the kitchen was great. And it's the only, it's the only Maltini stove in Texas, I believe. Oh, okay. I was going to say in the country, but I think there's like one or I two think, more or something, I right? I think it's just in Texas because they build them in this like small like little town in France specifically to the specs of the kitchen. It's like, uh, what? it's, an, it's like they made the color specifically for, yeah, it's go- isn't it blue? It's like a it's Robin's gorgeous. egg kind of Tiffany color blue. Which you, when you look at it, you're kind of like, oh, weird. But in the space, because the rest no, of the it's space gorgeous. is like black and white, it really looks nice. All the copper pots, like, it's it's a great kitchen. I was like, I I want that kitchen. 
Yeah, one day. Um, I'm super into them. She got some shade from people after the season that were like, she's got to go. And then the cast is perfect. I'm like, what on earth are you talking about? Dallas is one of the, I know Dallas is one of the few franchises. I would put Dallas and New York in the same bucket in the sense that the casting is so perfect right now that it should not be changed in any way. I, I agree. And people think that when you play that, like, you know, Greek chorus, um, breaking through the fourth wall character that that person isn't necessary because they're not as Looney Tunes or as out there as Leanne or as like. But Carrie is kind of like Looney Tunes in her own kind of like fun way. Yeah, no, she's super fun. But I also think she's more sensible and you need that. You can't have a cast of only sensible people, like only like normal Nancy's. Yeah. Otherwise, there's nothing to watch. Sure. Otherwise, like, what is the point of this? Yeah. It needs to be escapist, but I think she definitely lives an escapist life, but she's also, she seems sensible. I I like watching her. I like watching her describe the action as it happens. I love her confessionals. I think she's also very aware. She's like, super aware. For the most part, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She's super aware. I loved on the reunion when she was talking about how she dated Lance Armstrong and she yes. had like a string in her 20s when she just oh dated God. athletes and yes. she was like, I had so much fun. And I was like, of course you did because you were dating like multimillionaire. A hundred percent athletes and they were just like probably taking you all over the world and like entertaining you like left and right and Andy was like how long did you guys date and she's like not long six months or a year and it's like what that's That's what Andy's face was like that is I am I aspire to that that's that's a length of uh, relationship um getting back to the stove for one more second I do love that Stephanie did you see Stephanie's response so Carrie has Carrie and Mark run their own Instagram specific to the stove stove. which has you know pictures of all the delicious foods which it all looks like Michelin star that's what they try to, they try to like cook in their restaurant the way that like they cook in 11 Madison Park like right. in the kitchen of yeah, yeah of like, Michelin star restaurants right which yeah. is phenomenal but so Stephanie responded and started an Instagram that's like Stephanie's microwave yeah. or something <laughs> or her toaster oven I think it's a microwave and it was so funny and just another reason that I fucking stand for Stephanie I love like Stephanie. no one else she is I am Stephanie do you know what I mean I like want to be I'm a like I'm a southern boy like <sighs> didn't come from like a whole lot like my family mm-hmm. didn't you know but like have striven to like grow yes. and to become successful but like I I know who I am you know what I mean mm-hmm. which is like trash <laughs> <laughs> but that's not everything no it's like knowing you that you had humble beginnings hard-working family and that you've made this like amazing life for yourself ditto Stephanie and that you're funny and sweet all yeah. things that Stephanie exemplifies yeah. I mean she's so lovely I, she started a podcast with Brandy this week called what is it a dash of bs or a dose of bs or Uh something because you know brandy and stephanie and you know yes um so i listened to it how was so poop humor starting 30 seconds in i actually don't even think it was 30 seconds it might have been earlier than that the running theme of episode one is like shit and then they (laughs) like brandy i think was the one that had a story about someone like literally shitting themselves at her house and leaving the underwear for her to clean up, which is disgusting. A grown adult. Who? She, I, she, they wouldn't name it. Stephanie's like, I know who it is, but we can't. Cause it's just like some normal person. Oh, it wasn't like a housewife. No, it was like oh. a normal person who shit their pants and then left it in her laundry room, which is a choice. Uh, absolutely. That is a decision. It wasn't that like, was made. J- like bag it and throw it away or something. No, like, I know. She's just like, like, I'm going to burn it. it. I'm burn that leave shit. It. <laughs> no, leave it. So it was cute. They had, me. there was like a section of it where they were talking, where they decided to prank people. So I guess they told folks on Insta or social or something. Um, do you want us to prank 
you or someone you know send us info so then they would prank yeah. significant others of like sure. fans which was cute yeah. it was like stupid um it was do they spill any tea like or is it just no, is it just so two I gals was, just so right i thought it was gonna it. be like a little bit like heather dubros which i listened to for a very short period of time and then never again because it was overwhelmingly dubro and that is too much yeah um I thought that they would reference the show. I mean, the the one reference was like, oh, and we like texted our producers about this, that we were so excited with like the number of subscribers and it was late at night. Like that was it. I don't remember them really. I wasn't giving it 100% of my attention. I was giving it like sure. 46. No, I was giving it like 34%, 34.7, mm-hmm. uh, which is high for me. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> mazel to them. I didn't. I was hoping for a little bit more of an inside scoop. The problem that some of these housewives make is that because we love them on a highly edited produced show, mm-hmm. they think that we need them 24 seven. And while I do in short spurts need all of these women revolving around my life at all times, getting them on there to like produce their own product and listen or watch that for a half hour to like 45 minutes. It's tough because you know, they need the other women to play off of. They are not in fact, Bravo TV, which they'll, they'll readily admit, but it also means that like, you know, there's a reason they have producers. Right. And like Heather Dubrow, for example, you know, I've been watching her YouTube series, which is eight or nine parts, if not longer, as she takes us through the tour of her like Ritz Carlton Aspen style house. This is the one is, in that Ma- their Malibu home. Yeah, it's 17 million square feet. It's disgusting. We, and it, it's devoid got, of all character. Before I got to Architectural Digest, we did a story on that house. Oh, and how repellent I mean, it is? No, no. We did a home tour because it's like fucking huge. It's, it's crazy. Gross. It's crazy. It, there's no character there. It's like oh. her character is like sharp objects <laughs> like not killing people and then like using their teeth to build dollhouses but maybe that'll be like the next season yeah. of her youtube who knows i don't know what coco's like in her free time but like yeah. i wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if one of those kids acts out i it's just it's overwhelmingly dubro yep. and it's so icy and cold like and lots of marble lots and, of marble and yeah. you know her podcast is similar in that it's like icy and cold and elitist which by the way such a fan, such a fan <laughs> of icing cold and elitist, but in short little spurts, yeah. you know, like, um, spread throughout like Vicky being a nightmare and like whoever else, you know, it's nice to have a balance, sure. but when it's too heavy in one corner, it can be difficult. And I think Brandy and Stephanie guys, you know, listen to the pod to their pod and let me know their thought, your thoughts. Um, yeah, I I, I want to give it a listen now and see what my it was thoughts are because I love both of I love right. Them both. I love and they're genuinely charming and they seem like two people I would want to right to listen to or like right. watch interact in sort of an unedited way. Yeah, but I could also see how that could derail very very quickly. Right. I I think it was really I think it was well done. I enjoy it a lot more than Dubro, and I think that if you're fans of them uh-huh. and they're, you know, playing off of each other, I think you'll enjoy it. But if you want an inside scoop on housewives or anything else production wise, I don't think this is going to be the show for you. I don't think they're, and maybe it's because they don't want to lose their spots. Like Noted. who knows? But yeah. I think if anybody in Dallas was to do this, these are the two. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. And we'll see how long it goes. I mean, they said it's going to be weekly. Maybe it'll be like AG and it'll be like weekly-ish. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like when they can like get the time, you know. Right. I they're mean, very busy mothers. They're mothers and they travel and they've got yeah, society duties and all oh that stuff. God. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Honestly, well, good Steph- for them. Good. Yeah. Congrats, Steph and Brandy. Congratulations, right? girls. We're proud of you. Could juice. So I proud. think it's going to be good. Um, I, there was one, <laughs> there was, I put a little note to myself my favorite moment of um, the first episode was when Brandy was talking about how she went to see Jeremy Piven do stand up or something. That's a thing. And he was complaining during the show about The Rock having a bigger career than him. And Brandy and Stephanie were both like, Yeah, that is weird. Like, did The Rock not whatever? So, wait, Brandy and Stephanie on their podcast agreed with Jeremy Piven. That Piven should have a bigger career than The Rock. Because The Rock, like, didn't go to school or something. Or, like, acting Girls. school. It was a lot. But then, <laughs> I guess after Girls. the show, because it was a smaller venue. Like, I imagine Jeremy, so. <laughs> Jeremy was, like, thanking. Not packing out Carolines <laughs> as, as Jeremy <laughs> Piven. Mm-hmm. He was, like, thanking people, I guess, in the back or something. I don't know. This, again, 36% attention. And Brandy goes, you know, it takes such a special person to say thank you for coming. I literally wrote that down Why while she was talking. Why are like... I don't know. It was so strange. Jeremy Piven's dick. Like, also, Jeremy Piven is doing comedy. Stand up, like girls. Like that's. I mean, I know Emmy winner, but whatever. Is he? He won for Entourage. How? Remember, he stabbed was... himself in the eye when he tried to kiss the statue to like. He was like, <laughs> he was like dedicating it to his father up above, and he went. No. To, he went to kiss it. And he oh stabbed my god! Himself, like right above the eye. I'm a thousand percent gonna need to see that. I all I, I cannot think believe of him they is, stand so hard. For I know the Jeremy only thing Piven. I think when I think of Jeremy Piven is that he's gross and mercury poisoning. Exactly. When he mm-hmm. said he ate too much sushi and had yeah. to leave his Broadway show. Yeah, it's like why are they coming down so hard on the Rock? It, like God bless I the know. Rock. The Dwayne, Rock is adorable. Dwayne Johnson has done it. Like he is doing the fucking thing. Yeah, he he'd be a great uh, New York housewife. I could see him killing on New York. Oh, mm-hmm. um, so. So, you know, mazel to them. Thought that was great. I do have some listener, if I can get to it. Um, I reached out to listeners, you know, start of 2019, end of 2018, just a couple days ago, asking people what their thoughts were. We'll just do like a couple. Um, Oh, do they have questions? I think. Okay, someone was saying something about Harry. Um, Oh, um, question... Um, the segregation of housewives on New York is what makes me move toward Atlanta and Potomac. Is there not one woman of color they can find to be on this show for New York? You know, just a question about why, why they're, they're all, all white. Yeah. And on New York and Beverly Hills and Dallas and Orange County I mean, and New Jersey. This is, this is deep. This is a deep. Yeah, I think I think that's I think it's a good point. I think it's something that. Andy and Bethany have both said before that they have looked for... I, was saying, I, I feel like I've heard where they've... Right? Like a woman... This is not me, like, absolving either of those people of yeah. their, like, duties. But I I have heard that they have they have tried to look for, for women, too, to join the show. And, like, maybe it just hasn't been a right fit. I don't know what that means. Hasn't, quote-unquote, been a right fit. Um, but I, I don't know. Like, I, I think about this a lot. Like, how I would love to see, you know like more diverse members enter some of these like hyper white casts like right bh and and new york because i think it would especially uh, like a place like new york where you've got like obvious trump voters on the cast like how would they feel right you know and it's like not for me to make any assumptions about how any of these women feel about like anybody like people of color but like i don't know i wonder if 
there if they've had like conversations where the women haven't felt comfortable or I don't think it's that I think it's just finding it's finding someone that can fit in the cast first and then I just think it would be so easy to just throw someone in who would like shake up the system totally I think it absolutely should have happened and shout out to the listener for raising that I think it's a good point I just I don't I don't have an answer for why it hasn't happened yet I think for them it's all about casting and finding people who are gonna like make the sacrifice and investment that it takes to be on housewives to like become public even though yeah you know like i i don't know i don't i don't have an answer i think th- no, you know it's, well it's tr- there, I mean, you could strange. you could really like break it down if you wanted to get deep on like what that casting looks like and like why they're if they're trying to present something to the world and also if you are like a woman of color if you want to even get involved if you yourself want to get involved right. with this, if that's a choice you want to make in your life to be like the token, you know? Well, like, I think it's about becoming more than a token. Yeah, I think course, like that's the thing. 100%. It's like, you don't want to just be picked to be on a show for X and Y reason. I right. think that it would be amazing if Bravo made it more of a priority. I think that's the thing at the end of the mm-hmm. day. It's not a, it hasn't been a priority for Bravo to make sure that these casts are diverse. Yeah. And, um, I wonder how diverse these women's friendships are right. in real like life. That, I mean, because when they're brought in, they're brought in with like the fake lie of like, oh, Tinsley is an old friend because yeah, we went sure. to like galas together 15 right. years ago and she was something. At, yeah. Right. So I don't know how diverse these women, like, I don't know how diverse Ramona lives her life. I, I don't know. It's, it's not for me to say, not for me to right. judge. But I think that's but important. I, agree I think that it's, it's that it is a, it's a problem in this day and age. Like it's, it's be, it be, as the seasons go on, it becomes more glaring right yeah 100 yeah. percent. um okay who is your most hated housewife of the year of the year yeah who's your most hated housewife it has got to be deandra <gasps> really? it is it is deandra simmons i mean i mean in the the nail in her coffin to me was the dallas reunion i mean she i i understand what these women have to do on these shows like yeah. they have to create stories for right themselves. they have to deliver they've got to deliver they've got to like stir some shit up they've got to walk into a room and when they see so and so ask them a question to like make sure that there's something going on on camera but like deandra does it with absolutely no finesse whatsoever i mean it's just like she is cloying to be number one housewife and it's like yeah. that's not how you become number one housewife you, you become number one housewife because you just like because you're smart, you just do it, you are who you are, like you're candy, you're a badass. Like you maybe do some like machination behind the scenes, but Deandra is just like all she wants is to be like Queen Bee Housewife. And if you want it that bad, it's just you're not gonna be that. And it's just so annoying to watch. And I love the way she like prods like um Leanne about it. And Leanne yes. knows what's happening. And right. Leanne just sitting across the couch being like you look so sad right now. Well, I and think she does. She really, she really, she really does. And I, and what's sad about that is I think she really had potential. Yeah. You know, she had such a good first season. Great first season. She's got the pedigree. She's got the money. Like right. she loves it. She, she loves a good Luke. I mean, yeah. she will throw on some fashions. Totally. But it just, she, it just every scene, it's like she had a checklist of things in her mind that she had to like make sure she said on camera to give her value. And I'm like, be smarter than that girl. Like mm. she's not as good a producer as Leanne is like Leanne knows how to produce drama. Even if I have despised heavily some of the, 
some of the stuff she's done. Carrie is a lot smarter. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody, I think. Even Brandy's smarter. I know. It's gonna, I was thinking about that. I'm like, do I really want to say that Brandy's smarter? But yeah, I think even Brandy is better at this and feels things more organically mm-hmm. than Deandra does. And sometimes it, it appears that Deandra is, yeah, as you said, checking the box and really going too far in like a desperation it's, it, it's, I mean, kind just, of it's way. Just, it's all over her. The desperation is just But all I over still her. like her. I mean, like, I know. Mm. I know that there are, I know there are so many people, a lot of people reached out to me and said that they like dis- strongly dislike Deandra. And I still have hope for her because of her first season. But I don't, I think maybe she fell too hard for Housewives. Yeah. And I don't know how she she's going to have a turnaround. Her- she could have a Camille Grammer turnaround. You never know. I mean, you never know. Yeah, I think even with Camille, though, Camille wasn't thinking, I guess she was her she just, second season. Second she season, was, she came yeah, back. Cause because first she had, she like, was, PR coaching and stuff. Because first she was like, oh, I'm just supposed to be a villain and people will love me. So she was like, I'm just going to be a villain. You know you what, know? actually, thinking about this, Deandra's most recent season reminds me of Jill Zarin season three, mm. where they decided that they were going to be the star and what they were going to stick to the storyline and the storyline with Jill and Bethany was going to be Jill was hurt because Bethany was a bad friend and Bobby had cancer, which Bethany didn't know about. But like, that's an example of why Bethany is a bad friend and so on and so on and so on. And she just, she went too hard and too strong on that. The whole storyline, it's part of the reason that it led to Jill's downfall after yeah. season four. Right. And I think Deandra's doing the same thing where she decided this is how this is going to play and that she was super smart and it was going to be a yeah, big success the, and yeah, it just blew Leanne up in her face because yeah. mm-hmm. it was too artificial. A hundred percent. Yeah. Because when it just kept being settled, when it was done, she would just find some other reason to fucking bitch about it. And it was like, God, we're back to this again. You oh, know? totally. Um, my most hated housewife is uh, Daniel stop for days, even though she's not actually technically a housewife for I'm sure liability reasons. I think as we've seen this season, it's, you know, you give her an inch and she takes a mile. I think, She's so desperate to be back on the show that she somehow hoodwinked someone into marrying her and dropped him 10 seconds later. Meanwhile, she's filed two restraining orders against her husband of like 46 hours and (laughs) continues to post on her Instagram photos of them getting married with like huge shade underneath. Yeah, she posted a photo of them the other day and she's like... Is it because she thinks she looks pretty in the pictures? Of course it is. And then she like drags him in the comments and in the um, descriptor for the photos and is like, he's a horrible person, blah, blah, blah. He like ruined my life and like tried to like attack my children or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But like it was a beautiful day and thank you all for watching. And it's like, (laughs) I just dislike her. Like if we're going to like drag Deandra a little bit for being artificial, the queen of artificial, but also violent and abhorrent behavior is the lovely Danielle Staub. Sure. And I have to admit, I, I can't, I can, I can hardly contribute to this conversation because like Jersey Housewives is the one franchise I don't. I am I, so deeply I, jealous. I gave up on, I gave yeah. up on it because like, it is because of people like Daniel Staub and Margaret that I just had to back out. I was like, I just, these, these women are, I can't do it. Well, we'll get to Margaret. Well, I, I know we're going to get to Margaret later, <laughs> but I got to say, I believe you. I got some feedback on Margaret. hundred percent believe you on Danielle, but I just, I just. Um, okay. Totally hear you. So Daniel, stop. Um, kudos for being number one. Um, I, please go away. Um, <laughs> let us annul your time on yeah. TV. Um, Jules or Tinsley and why? Jules or Tinsley and why? 
And you know what, guys? This is actually really good timing. Thanks it's for fun, sending yeah. in these questions because I started rewatching old New York. I mean, old New York is in like season seven, eight, mm-hmm. nine, right when Bethany came back and then started watching like quasi recent Beverly Hills. Like I was watching the season six and seven reunions. And it's so I just have to say some of these shows, maybe it's because I'm not feeling New Jersey and Atlanta's having a rough, tough stuff season. But some of these just go into if you are a Hulu Plus you know, like Carrie can have a $75,000 oven, but, you know, spend five or $6 on that Hulu Plus monthly subscription because there's something. Revisit. It's so lovely to revisit and watch, you know, even Yolanda slurring her words with lime and looking tired and crying. <laughs> it's so entertaining. I forget about it. Her pain yeah. is my pleasure. I mean, it going back so... to season one of Beverly Hills is just. Oh, is one of the best. The best. I can't even watch season one right now because it's like too far back. I need like recent yeah, to like yeah, jog sure. my memory. Like season four, season four. Um, but really, shout out watching Jules and Michael and him obviously fucking at least one other woman the yep. entire time. And her saying, you know, he works literally downstairs below where we live and um, was an hour late and needed to take a take a shower before, when, as soon as he got back before like we went out to dinner with Dorinda. Yeah, it's I like mean, that's, that's because he just fucked somebody on a right. desk. Like literally, it's like that's Jules, literally what happened. Open your, your eyes. eyes. You know, Jules. I just, um, it's so good. So anyway, Jules or Tinsley I, and why? I'm, I'm going to go Tinsley. Um, oh, okay. And why? I have to say like, so I've lived in New York for like 16 years. Like uh, I'm, I'm an old. I'm a, so weird because we're both 24. I'm a, How is right. that? Right. How did that work out? Oh my God. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a dinosaur here. And I remember when Tinsley Mortimer yes! was the it girl. I remember Ditto. it girl. I remember. She was literally it the girl, it girl. Tinsley, she was the it girl. The it girl. Page six and every I, day. Dior nail polish named after her. When I started. Fake handbag line. Yeah, my first magazine job when I first got here, I worked at Elle magazine. And that's when like fashion magazines started to really get into it girls. Yeah. Like they were important because like you know the internet was blowing up and they were right. big on blogs yeah and like celebrity I remember, changed i remember her coming to like l parties that we Ugh. had and like seeing tinsley and being like that's tinsley more that is it girl tinsley mortimer right. so like but she always felt so inaccessible because it girls were always just like impossibly cool yeah you know so like and rich and totally fucking rich yeah so, but the plebes couldn't get close to her right so like to see and I know she had that her massive fall from grace and like whatever. She had that terrible divorce and the, the mug shots and Palm Springs. and Right. Whatever. And the mug shot she keeps bringing up is her downfall. But her downfall happened well before. Yeah. The I mean, everything had sort of like to go. Right. South for she her. had a couple of years. Of so bed. like I love seeing her sort of back in, in, a, in, a, in, a, yes. in a world, in a certain world yeah. where she still clearly thinks that she is and will always be an it girl. And she will always carry that title because she yeah. was sort of like one of the first. Yeah. So seeing her in this world, like you get a little bit of access to her. I think she also, it's funny to me to see how sort of, she's a little more like kookier and a little more like yeah. saccharine and uh-huh. sweet than I always thought mm-hmm. she was going to be like to me from afar. And again, I never like had any interaction with her, but I always kind of thought she was going to be like, cold. I'm Tinsley and I'm just so fucking cool. Like a little bit closer to like Nikki Hilton. Like the Hiltons. Totally. Right. And like, maybe she was at one point, but like, I like that she's like kind of goofy and she's a little ditzy. And she like still likes to have her like big curly hair, even though it's like, oh, it's, it's so time bad. to chop it. It's time to go. Time to get a chic little dude yes. there, Tins. Um, I love her mother. I love seeing her yeah, mom Dale come is in. Great. I mean, and just like Dale watching. Dale brings it. Yeah. Like watching that interaction because it's, it is old. Like they have old, old, old money. You know, and well, I like, do they? Well, I mean. They have an old name in Virginia. I think the, as I mean, the high Jewess priestess <laughs> counting everyone's chain, she, I think herself has acknowledged that if they had money, it ran out, but that they had 
she wasn't like that real. Well, I but guess I, she I'm never, comes from old money. She, she they comes from a now. name, and then yeah. she married into real, real, money, real money with yeah. the Mortimer, whatever the hell they're known yeah. for. I don't know race cars or no like the trains or something he probably like invented the subway system i don't know what the hell it was um fix it so Um, you would do tinsley i'm just yeah i i just i think she's a she's a good addition yeah you know she brings a little like youth to the party yeah you know with with the the new york girls and like to me like jules was in was a non-factor like she was just i think she was there she didn't know how to keep up um i liked how i think she also i think she put more uh, to me, she was one of those housewives where I, and you can see this in some housewives that join a show. Yeah. You can see that they're like, I need this. Like, right. I need this to become somebody. Mm-hmm. I need this to make more money. Stepping stone. I need this mm-hmm. to like, yeah, to, to become the actress that I never could be when yep. I had aspirations as like a 17 year old girl. Mm-hmm. I don't see that in Tinsley. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Where it's like, for Jules, you could tell she was like, she was really hard to watch her try to play the game with Bethany because Bethany just ate her up. Like, she couldn't play the game with any other of the wives when it came to like, the the grittier parts of being a housewife whereas tinsley's just like she'll play the game but i don't think she actually cares like at the end of the day i think she's just like i'm tinsley mortimer like i'm like having my name on your show kind of does you a favor even if she's not i think i think they both cared they just went about it in different ways tinsley 100 percent needed attention again she was the number one for so long Mm. then she went away for a while her star started to slip and then the total you know, worst case scenario is her getting busted and having that terrible um, mugshot. Um, But I think absolutely she wanted to be back and famous and understood that the fame game had changed Mm -hmm. since when she first became like, you know, the star of page six. Jules thought that she could buy her way into a second season or into getting more of a plot by talking about money that it turns out she never had. But by referencing it over and over and yeah. over again, Tinsley didn't need to do that because we already know who she was. So Tinsley had an advantage in that for people that followed New York society in that way or celebrity or whatever, there was a significant chance that you had name recognition with Tinsley. Yeah. Um, and if you didn't, you understood her story. Yeah. And it's like an a, easy Google. Jules was a nobody in the sense of celebrity, but somebody that wanted to establish herself as a housewife. She didn't have this, the fame cachet that Tinsley had. But Jules, so Jules's approach was, we have all of this money. Also, I think I'm going to be funny because she had that kind of, like dumb humor where it's like yeah. sort of I Japanese guess, and Jewish. Like right. Where you, Brandy and Stephanie have like literal potty humor, yeah. but it's more organic than Jules. Yes. Jules just push a little bit too hard. I do have to say when it came to Jules and Bethany, Jules's strongest suit to me was the vulnerability that she exhibited with her eating disorder when she like literally said mm-hmm. at Lady Gaga's Upper West Side Italian restaurant, Joanne, <laughs> that she literally said, you know, I like threw up or whatever. I purged like... Oh, two days ago or a week ago or whatever. I mean, that is a serious moment for someone yeah. who almost died, was told she couldn't have kids and all that. And I think that Bethany's reaction to Jules, because it cut in so deep to her childhood and her mm-hmm. mom having mm-hmm. various issues, including eating issues, she reacted in a way that actually wasn't necessarily the most sensitive to Jules. And in that sense, I thought Jules had the upper hand because Jules called Bethany on the bullshit of saying uh, the bullshit of treating her badly because of something that happened to Bethany's life when it's like, cool, we understand that. And I can empathize with that. But why can't you admit that you've not treated me well? It's not enough to yeah. say that looking at me 
brings you pain, I'm still a person at the end of the day and you can't treat me like shit. And that's what you're doing. And I think that Jules was a trigger for Bethany in a different way than anyone else on the show past or present. Do you think Bethany got her fired? No, I think that Jules (laughs) ran her course. And I think that the divorce happened. Right. But the divorce happened between the finale. Jules's divorce announcement happened between the finale and when the reunion was taped. And I think at a certain point, there was nothing more to be said. And who knows if during the divorce battle, Michael said, I I would like to give Jules the upper hand and say like maybe they were considering her for another season but I don't think they were I think she was like a one and done yeah but if you look back at those episodes I actually think she was interesting in a way that I probably didn't give her credit for but I don't think she should have gotten a second season she wasn't a long-term person and in the Jules versus Tinsley question I do think Tinsley I think the upper crust old school um wealth that and, and lifestyle, I think it's because she doesn't really have money. The lifestyle that she came from is so interesting and something that is so crucial from like a power perspective specific to New York society. 100%. It's what she, they always wanted out of right. the housewives that none of them ever right. actually had. And Tinsley she, had it. And Tinsley she had ruled it. it. <laughs> she ruled it. She brings that value. And that's something that's a lot. Um, I think it's a lot more special. And also it's like Tinsley, more entertaining. Tinsley's life and like the family that Tinsley came from is the family that all the rest of the women, that's who they wanted to be. That's yeah. that's who they orbited around and probably that's, talked about. Right. And that's what Jules and, pretended she was. And yeah. it was like she Jules saying that bullshit about that disgusting house. And she was like, we're yeah. old. Mo- we're old money. We don't. don't you think it's weird that like Cam and strategize Jules are like converse yet mirrored of each other like tall skinny ones dark ones bomb but they have those like short squatty like husbands that make oh a yeah bunch of money. from like a height perspective exactly. i totally agree like, everything as, else as I humans think no but it's just like they're almost like. yeah no i totally agree <laughs> okay wait we'll do one one or two more questions um if you had to trade places with any past or present housewife who would it be this is a tough question this is a very tough question past or present of every franchise i feel like here's my problem with like choosing number ones is i need like a top five i've got to think like what do i want out of their life do i want their money oh i only think of money do i want their access i think of money husband fame okay think of all of it i mean future i think present this is disgusting but like it's 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 me because like I'm often compared to her, but I think it'd have to be Kyle Richard. Oh, <gasps> I was just thinking Kyle in my head. It'd have to be Kyle. Holy shit! I mean, when when I asked when I asked my friends like what housewife am I most like, they're like you are fucking Kyle. Like without I without. would absolutely. I think Kyle. I was. She's got. Like, she's got Mauricio. She's got, Mauricio, she's got the she's kids. Got, I mean, she's they got take Portia, the who's never grown. They t- she literally she made a deal with the devil i want i was a child actor i would like to also be the child actor's mother yeah. and god said here yep. low here is Portia. i mean they take the most fabulous vacations they always fly she's private so much money now so much money now like i know that she's didn't she move out of the, didn't they move out of the calabasas house the one that got robbed or whatever no they're still, they're there. still there but like when they bought the house i was like god that's the house i want like i know i think kyle is yeah kyle's 
Kyle's wife. Like, I think yes, that's so crazy. I was literally thinking Kyle. Like I, Vanderpump's got money, but like no, she's Vanderpump's gross done. Money. Vanderpump's like, over. Yeah, she's not no. coming back. Um, like Maloof's got money, but no, like, you don't want to be a Maloof. I don't. Want, I don't, no, <laughs> I, I, I don't want sparkle in my hair. Like I'm not that kind of person. Um, I was totally thinking yeah. Kyle, and then I was thinking Bethany for a second in the sense that I could like rewrite the wrongs of her personality and her choices mm. as a human being. But I, I, I wouldn't mind access to her real estate. But Kyle has so I think. But Kyle's got it too. Right. I mean. And Mauricio can like buy her make whatever any, anything happen now. Yeah, that's yeah, so definitely. interesting that we both said Kyle. Mm-hmm. It's I feel like it's a weird choice for me, but I that was my instinct. Yeah. Um. Okay. What new city do you think Housewives should go to next? Oh, I I don't know that I care. Cause I I don't know that I care. It's hard to like think of a city that. Yeah, I don't care about a city. We live in New York. I think that's why. So we yeah. already have one in ours. I think if I lived in like. I wish they'd go back to D.C. or Miami. Because I think there's yes. still I think there's still stuff to mine there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially in DC, like DC didn't work out, but like DC is still. I don't think DC worked out because none of the people in power wanted to be anywhere near a Bravo TV show. Right. I mean, that's not for anybody that wants to be. I mean, at that point, it was all about being close to the Obamas, and it's like right. nobody wanted to be on reality TV because of that. But I think Miami. Could yeah, still... maybe some of the people in power now are dumb enough to. But I honestly think they've mined most of the cities that I would. Right, like I think Dallas like, was so smart. Maybe, I was well. That, that was in California. Dallas was always the one on my list when I was like, yeah. "Why aren't they in Dallas yet?" Because I grew up close to Dallas, so mm-hmm. I know what that place is like. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "This is where housewives need to go." I mean, I'm a New Englander, so I would say Boston, but I think it'll be just as tragic as Jersey in the sense yeah. that, like, we're not. Mm-hmm. It, Boston's Boston not escapist. Like San Francisco would be boring. Yeah, you know, like places like San Francisco and Seattle, like lovely cities, but like no one there's conniving enough. Yeah, guys, I. I think we need to go back to Miami. Miami. Yeah. I've talked to Le- uh, yeah. Leah B- uh, Black about it. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, Regresamos she. a Miami. Yep. Yes. Um, so I feel like I had a question for you. What about um, Margaret? Oh, yeah. So we <laughs> had, guys, Satchels of Gold this week. We were talking about, so Seth said, you know, as he just um, alluded to, he's not a big Jersey person. And, you know, I rewatched this week's Jersey um, and parts of last week's. And I think it's difficult because <laughs> here's the thing. I hear that so many of you are saying that this is like one of the best seasons of Jersey in a while. And I agree. I just think it's such a low bar. And here's my problem yeah. is that in and of itself, Housewives is escapist, isn't it? You know, it can be about loyalty. It can be about family. It can be about whatever. It can be about the wealth in the sense of like who actually has it, who doesn't, um, which is constantly what I constantly think about, you know, referencing OC in Atlanta specifically, mm-hmm. where I'm like, who is actually poor here? Um, Everybody on OC. But at, anyway. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's really true. Um, and I just look at New Jersey and I'm like, Cool. So Jennifer and Jackie, um, good casting choices because I immediately dislike Jennifer and I appreciate that. And um, Jackie's there and she's like standing (laughs) up for Teresa. And, you know, again, such a low bar to stand up for Teresa, uh, stand up to Teresa rather. Um, And I just feel like they're so normal. And I know that's why a lot of people (laughs) like them because it like reminds them of like a big family and like maybe you're Italian Catholic or like whatever the hell and or Turkish or whatever. And it just or Jewish and it like reminds you of your background. I think that's terrific. And I'm so glad that you feel such a connection (laughs) to this franchise. But but (laughs) but I just feel like they're normal people like someone posted a photo 
on something of like Melissa out of Century 21. And they're like, isn't this so funny? So I'm, and I'm like, no, that, that no, that's that's Melissa that's, shopping on a Saturday to Century 21. I yeah. just, even the 16 bathrooms, the way that that has been communicated to me that, you know, Jennifer Aiden, the new mm-hmm. housewife, and she has this disgusting, horrifically unattractive mega mansion. And it oh, d- I saw, I did see clips of that where she just kept yelling about her 16 bathrooms or something. Yeah, yeah I trust, yeah, yeah. believe, it's and not going to be, you're like, not going to be putting that watch. together for Architectural Digest. Uh, absolutely not. Don't, um, don't email me. But even that, I'm like, it's abnormal in the fact that it's horrific and you know that's like a money pit, but it's also not escapist because it's so empty. Well, I think Jersey becomes like, for some people, if it's not escapist, it's like, it's like watching animals at a zoo. You know what I mean? You're just, you're what like some people watch it to be like, Oh, like I know I don't want that. I could never want that. I life. could that's watch not how animals I at a zoo. Life. Cause I am an animal and <laughs> the world is my zoo. But I think Jersey, it's hard. It's hard for me because you know, Danielle Staub, they don't even give her the fucking like, you know, bag of trash, whatever it is that they hold in the, um, opener to each episode (laughs) but they feature her so much and she's such a repugnant person that to have her as the guiding plot like her friction with margaret her fake marriage her pretending that she needs this wedding to be all about herself and she's like a million and a half years old and why does she think she's allowed to be a bridezilla and me not trusting this and me not trusting why Teresa and melissa are friends with her for anything more than a fuck you to um Jacqueline who's not even on the show anymore it just it doesn't it feels like just dumb stuff that's happening for a tv show that's on its last legs and I and it seems like everything is just there to all they want is to funnel back to a table where someone throws a drink or likes or they're trying where they get into like a big gross fight and they break stuff and scream in the middle of Italy and you're just like it's to me it just feels like oh this again and right. like no one's saying anything ever they just are getting angry and screaming and breaking stuff and I'm like I, Jersey is so much more and I get that like all housewives have their beats that they've got to hit yeah. but I think Jersey more than any of them is are, is so cyclical and the way it's just like every season it's almost the same narrative right no it's like Melissa versus people. Teresa and I'm like, I can't, who's the I better can't, sister I can't watch who's the Melissa better wife verse, I can't watch Melissa versus versus Teresa anymore like no, I don't I know. care I, I know. You know I just I don't care and it's like so I, I, I just had to give up I just had to give up Melissa at one point was like I might have a sister my dad might have had an affair and then it like went nowhere I mean there's they're trying to come up with new storylines and I just it's aged to me you know some of these shows you can talk about OC being well past its prime you know mm-hmm. Beverly Hills until they release that trailer which could be good who knows or maybe not um is has seen better days and I just think Jersey is so stuck in a rut and yeah, and Teresa has more power on Jersey right now than Vicky has on OC yeah. in the sense that production, I think feels like they need, I mean, they waited to film until she was out of prison at yeah. a camp. So, but that to me, like that to me was smart in a sense that like, because that is a story you want to see. Oh yeah. And they had nothing at that point. You want to see, nothing. I mean, I, yeah, I remember being excited when she was coming back. Oh, yeah, totally. like, oh my God. I totally want to yeah. see like what's going to happen, you know, but there's also this like whole nasty sort of dark, side plot to Teresa's life that I feel like doesn't they're mm-hmm. not putting a lot of light on because it's really sad and that's like Joe's probably going to get deported and like that's going to affect their entire life and like that's real stuff and that's dark stuff you know what Joe's going to get deported except maybe he's not because Teresa was on Celebrity Apprentice and we're now playing a game where you know Kim Kardashian is as actually doing like great work for helping people who um have been wrongfully you know imprisoned mm-hmm. or you know 
convicted and given these like crazy abnormal prison sentences and the reason that she's able to get stuff going is because the white house loves celebrity more than anything else and so maybe Teresa can pull some strings i mean seriously she knows the president of the united states from when they were on a spinoff on nbc i mean it's possible i actually think it's possible i anything it's possible. possible. Okay, so anyway. guys, Satchel, Satchel of Gold this week, which you referenced, is about Margaret Josephs in New Jersey. Okay, this is our question. Hi, my name is Trisha from Phoenix, Arizona, and I just want to make a statement in defense of Margaret Josephs. Oh, lay it on me because <laughs> let's see if you can convince me because <laughs> I'm loathe, open. I'm I open to her. it, but I have my reasons. Um, first, I enjoy your podcast, Mother. I agree with the opinions made or not. It's a fun show, and I love the banter, the conversation, the reflection, etc. Good oh, times. Oh, 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 oh thank oh, you, Trisha. Oh. Maybe I'll agree with you. But oh wait. <laughs> there's a but um but i just don't understand how one doesn't warm to margaret pigtails aside i find her endearing sincere honest forgiving and funny while there are definitely some odd behaviors and she wouldn't be on tv if there weren't i think she is an honest voice an on- yeah an honest voice in any situation cloaked in a bit of humor to lighten the sting of truth which doesn't always go over well However, in any conflict she's quick to listen and offers a sincere apology totally agree with that and i just love that um uh, in any case you can hate on margaret if you must and i'll keep listening to your podcast no matter what because you are great and your show is great oh my god thank you so much person whose name i forgot trisha i hope you left an interview. i mean interview. trisha might i mean trisha could have a point again i haven't i've literally only seen like an episode and a half of this season so i only saw one season of margaret yeah and that's and i know that again people change season to season so i don't know I don't know what woman she's trying to be this season but maybe she is that woman and if she is god bless her and i'm glad someone likes her but it's not enough to bring me back. Well, it's not I enough to bring me listen, back. Listen, shout out to Miss to uh, Trisha, you know, who needed to give some love to Miss Marg, Marge, Mar- however you say it. I totally hear you, Trisha, in the sense that she is down to earth. She can be warm. She can be funny. And I have to say that, you know, what happened on last week and this week's ep was showing the like, um, coming war between Margaret and Danielle because Mm -hmm. Danielle's been super shady with Margaret. You know, they got into this big fight earlier in the season because Margaret went to a Dolores event and Danielle was upset. I think that Margaret went and filmed without her. It wasn't that she was like being a bad friend. It was that that she was at the subtext there. That was a hundred percent the subtext. (laughs) You had the cameras and I wasn't there. (laughs) No, that's totally what it was. And, and Danielle is a piece of shit and has said a lot of rude stuff to her. And I think Danielle thinks that doing that will give her more screen time, which it will. But ultimately Danielle is not a formal housewife. She's this weird nebulous friend of, and I think in this situation, Margaret has more power. At one point during the um, the morning of Danielle's wedding, she was being such a dick to Margaret that Margaret stood up and like you could tell she was being serious and was like, I had enough. I'm going to fly home. Like they were at Bimini and they were, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I, I couldn't stop thinking about um, the dentist on Miami oh while they were God. filming in Bimini. But you know that Margaret was like, I'm, you cannot treat me like this. This is disgusting. And, you know, Danielle went outside and like apologized to her and they had this weird hug and then they got married and, and Margaret saying in her confessionals while they're showing the wedding, you know, Dolores was right. Danielle was a piece of shit. I get it now. I was wrong. And the moment, yeah. you know, watching Margaret realize that she was used as the season plays on is interesting to me. And I, to- mm, I couldn't mm-hmm, be more mm-hmm. on Margaret's side. And I think that she can be interesting. And You're she can intriguing be- me now, Sarah. Yeah, I think that, You're intriguing listen, me here. Trish, Trisha I'm interested from in Arizona. This, in this journey now. Right. I think that I don't think I, I am not totally anti team Margaret as much as I am 
anti-New Jersey. Yeah. And the only thing that genuinely bothers me about Margaret is that we're pretending that she has like a thriving home furnishings this, this, apparel this company that she runs out of her house, it's out just, of her it's kitchen just, table. It's just tchotchkes everywhere. Like, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And also... I want to know where that stuff is sold. I know. Online. I want to see But I don't... It's receipts. the Macbeth collection. I want to say, I don't, I don't get it. And I also have to say... Not completing construction on your house when you're like in foreclosure, but saying it's because you're like just haven't had time or whatever, and your husband is an underworked contractor mm-hmm. is weird to me. If he is doing I mean, nothing is, but laughing at your sh- jokes full time, she by Shirai stuff like yeah, it's you don't finish joggers. you don't finish your house because you ain't got the how do you, mo- you don't right, get the money. How do you have a fashion show with no fashion? Yeah, without, I mean, like I guess the I'm the, I guess I'm the Dwight of New Jersey because yeah. I'm just wondering why none of this makes sense and again shalom i think about it sometimes yeah these women are and they're like financial stability yeah of course um and i have no money yeah they beg you to think about their money right there's only i mean there's only one reason you don't finish her home and that's because you don't have the money and it's interesting to me because even if she doesn't have money her husband should know how to build things with zero dollars because he's a contractor. Doesn't yeah, he have all these connections? You would think, but like it still costs money. Like you still have to pay wholesale. Yeah, you have for to get materials like the, the woods like, or whatever the trees. And he's gonna have to lumber. hire. He's gonna have to hire workers. But I don't think they even have the money to do to do that. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like, here's also the thing about being a housewife. It's like she either puts that money into building her house, or she has to pay for hair and makeup for her camera. For being on camera, she's got to pay for new clothes. She's got right. to pay it's for bags. Exp- like, being a housewife it's is expensive. expensive. You have to pay to look the part, and it's like so. She's got to. She's going to spend thousands of dollars on that before she's going to spend money on the house. Lisa Rinna was actually complaining about that this season. I think she yeah, said she uh-huh. had just hired a stylist or something and had never done that before. Or so, I don't know if it was stylist or hair and makeup or something, but she was referencing how fucking expensive it is to be because on the they, show, they and it don't, is. They, they don't, don't pay, pay for that. They don't pay for their hair and makeup when they're on camera every time. I mean, yeah, New York. I think they like it depends on the season and cast. I think New York had that built in built for in. something they get hair and makeup there was some sort of weird yeah thing that like leaked about that for something they get some i don't i don't remember but yeah no it's expensive and pretending that margaret has money i mean you've got i mean think of, you think lot. about how many like lashes they got to go through i mean porsche yes. had to, porsche had to have full, full hair and makeup to lay in bed and complain about her gas that was the morning she was complaining about being gassy and she had a full beat on she had a full beat and she was like, I mean, she got up at some point, got her hair done, got that makeup done, which takes at least an hour, some, some odd an hour. And then she's like, oh, I'm laying in bed in my pajamas, but I got gas. It's like, bitch, you've been up for like four hours. <laughs> Portia. Don't, don't, don't play that with me. Portia as the star of this season of Atlanta is a sign. She is putting in the work. She's putting in the work, but also where is the payoff? But I am so grateful that she's there so that we're watching something. And I have to say, this is, I think this is absolutely an off season of Atlanta, which by the way, is still better than a lot of the other franchises. (laughs) So I'll give them that. But it's like if Sonia was the star of a season of New York, it's not a great sign of health. Let's of just the, say that mean of the, of of the, the franchise. Of I this think they'll season. be fine. I think it's just like she's got actual like she was she's dating pregnant. this man. There's drama behind the guy. Now she's pregnant with this baby. And then next week she gets violent. Yeah. There's a I lot. mean, so it's just there's just stuff to run with there where it's like 
Nini's going through this terrible thing with Greg, which is yeah. really hard to watch. And like, God bless them for putting that kind of stuff on camera. Well, and like, it's, God cured them of Kim of cancer, which I is mean, like, which no, when they won't, uh, makes me so sad. Chemo. Makes me so sad. Like everyone else is just kind of coasting along at the moment. Think about it. Like Candy's always fine because Candy's always making making coin. Like her business yeah. is so great. I feel like she's getting a little pokey in the drama with portion of the season which is not typically her style but yeah that's okay she wants to fuck her she wants I mean, to like, not not literally sorry guys sure, sure, sure. <laughs> i don't but actually like, mean yeah, the yeah, sexual yeah, assault yeah, 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 but she go. wants to like fuck her yeah, over yeah. and i appreciate Cynthia's that cynthia's like you know noel noel that was really sad that was a real moment although what i did not like about that moment when noel was when she came out of her room is and or cynthia went in opened the door and was like what's wrong and she's yeah. like i can't do this rather than going into her daughter's room to console her she pulled her out into the hallway where no one can see anything in front of the camera to hold her and i want to be like i know cynthia i love i love cynthia but i'm like that's a moment where that's not about the camera like oh you think she pulled her oh, out she pulled her out of the, out of her room so she could be on camera they wanted to get that <gasps> moment of her holding her and her yeah, weeping yeah. which was real like that was Noelle a real was moment her, her daughter shit. was having a serious panic attack. she pulled her out rather than going into her room like no there's no explanation, other explanation for that than why Cynthia would yeah, have that was gone in there, closed the door, yeah. and been like, I know this is tough for you. Yeah. And we could have just heard it. Like, we understand what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I did not respect that move. Um, but, like, other than that, Cynthia's like, well, she's got, like, a new man and, like, blah, blah, blah. I mean, if it's – and it for Atlanta, if it's not Portia, it's Marlo. Like, Marlo, it's, it's Marlo yet again because she's, like – I got to do something this season. She's and salty she, as fuck, but again, she's she not is. a housewife. She's a friend of ish, kind of. She is, but because she knows she can never be a housewife because right. of her situation, her professional situations. <laughs> she's like, I'm gonna give you everything I've got every time I'm on. Every time I'm on camera, it's so and dumb. Girl, though. She, this is not girl, good. She does it. It's and not girl, a good season. I don't I'm know. Not, I'm not. I'm not hating it, and I think it probably is due to what you're saying. Is that like, even if it's not a like a a plus season. Yeah, it's Atlanta. still okay. It bests everything else. It bests... I mean, it will always beat OC no matter what. I mean, you could show the Atlanta Housewives sitting around sipping tea. Oh, yeah, no, because that's I'm just still naturally gonna, funny. No, I'm totally. Like, that's better than anything on OC or Jersey. No, absolutely, 100%. You know? I, I just... It's it like hurts my heart a little bit to like revisit some of the stuff. I mean, listen, I have to say Mama Joyce has grown a little bit in that she will actually swallow her own bullshit after spewing it and apologize to Todd for saying... Yeah. I Her mean, the, daughter made a lemonade I, out of a I lemon. Still, I still don't think she likes Todd that much. Of course she doesn't. I mean, but she knows that she, I think she's willing now to it's take like, more responsibility. Well, now they share a child. You know what I mean? Right. And that child is Mama Joyce's blood. So like, she's got to swallow a little bit of that. But she's, yeah. she still is like, it's my daughter that is doing all of this. I don't think she can let go. And I also think that she's projecting her own fiscal irresponsibility with her daughter's money onto Todd, which he has never actually exhibited, where she says, you're only after her, you're only after my daughter for her money, blah, blah, blah. But like, who's actually spending it? Mama Joyce goes on all those vacations. She doesn't work. She talks about how the jewelry that she has has done that on past reunions. She She has that house. She was the face of OLG. So so she's obviously probably getting kickbacks from that. But right. that's Candy and Todd right. doing that. It, it's know? sort of... And she's an old lady. She's worked. She's worked. So, like, sure, she she deserves to be pampered a little bit. But don't act like you're not getting your own silver spoon. Totally. And don't be aggressive against someone who's a part of your family and is also, more importantly, someone who's providing your daughter with a whole lot of fucking love and stability. Like, yeah. maybe that's not actually the most respectful way to go. I don't think you need to protect your daughter from anyone but your own, like, debit card at a certain 
yeah at a to a certain point um i just think this you know i think the season of atlanta is like fine and we'll get through it and hopefully kenya will be back with like her toddler or whatever at that point Do you and think she will yeah i don't think you think she's just taking like a year to have the baby get settled blah blah and then no, she's I think gonna she, then she's gonna be like back i think she was desperate to be back but wanted money and bravo didn't pay for it and she was like y'all can go fuck yourself and bravo fucked up and i think kenya probably internally is acknowledging that she like wants to be back on the show well, she, she showed lo- up she loves to, to tweet film. A, she loves to tweet about how ratings are down without her oh really <laughs> has seen, she I've, I've seen some like comment fight she's well good for her she like will clock numbers yeah good about, for her because yeah. i think she's right and i think regardless of um the numbers and it is one of the most highly rated franchises she deserves to be okay. back and i can't wait to hate her again soon i mean yep. like you Bring know i'm not like team kenya versus the world but i'm team like quality tv <laughs> <laughs> watch it on bravo.com the next day tv yep yep, yep um yep. so wait one announcement oh, did great. we even did we talk about stuff we talked about stuff this week right did anything happen um shout yeah. out to bethany yeah. frankel for almost dying twice she, in a yep, month yep, yep she had an allergic reaction with Girl, her boyfriend like, in boston stay away from fish i know like stay like, away not, the Don't sea eat. is not your friend <laughs> <laughs> you know, she was on a she was on a plane this week so she almost died in like boston or whatever and she came back to life and then she was on a plane i guess she notified them in advance as one does when you have very serious life-threatening allergies mm-hmm. i can't be anywhere near this and the it's the responsibility of the airline once the passenger notifies them to yeah. make sure that they can fly safely so she gets on the flight i guess they're like mid-air and then someone starts fucking cooking fish and fish is one of the airborne food allergens that you can have where genuinely you can die from smelling it which is so crazy and not at all dramatic from bethany's perspective so she starts fucking smelling fish and twitching or whatever and obviously they fucked up by starting to cook it but i also don't understand or maybe they were telling people they were going to cook it i don't understand at what point in the preparation of the fish procedure did this all go awry but the captain decided to turn the flight around Mm. and fly her back And, you know, people have commented on this, made national news and like airline experts are like the the captain did the exact right thing. Bethany tried to tell them, keep the don't turn it around. It's going to fuck up everybody's night. And the airline was wrong to cook the fish, but right to turn around the flight because she could have died. It would have. To me, this all just seems like it's on the airline. Yeah, it's totally on the airline. The one thing that I was surprised by is Bethany is the queen of um, like tagging companies and publicly shaming them. Mm -hmm. And it seems strange to me that she has refused to name the airline. And I would think if I was on that. I, I don't have a take. I've thought a lot about this and I'm not I'm not willing to publicly state my take. I just think it's interesting that on a flight. Do you think she got like a, do you think they were like, they did like a offline settlement of sorts where they were like free flights for life? Like if you don't say anything, if you don't tweet about this I, or something, I would you know what I mean? love to think that. I just think if I was one of those other passengers, it's strange that no one else has, has said, said I anything. was on that flight. Maybe the, all the passengers got, got like, like maybe the airlines yeah, were like, if, that's it, was, realistic. It, was, it was probably United and they were like. <laughs> It we was can't probably Southwest. have another no, incident. Southwest so. is now called like Skinny Girl Air. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know. I'm just gonna because that say, does seem strange, isn't it? That's all I've been thinking about, you guys. So please, someone tell me. I want to... unless unless she's like, I don't. I'm not gonna shame the airline because maybe it was this was 
It was the fault of like it was the fault of one person. It was the fault of a singular. But when has that ever I mean, stopped I don't her? I don't know. Maybe her heart from grew. Tagging, maybe her heart grew three from sizes. Like over mattresses. That. When she shamed a company to... Because it kind of depends how they treated her in the moment. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, she probably was very unhappy that after expressing the allergy, things were cooked. But if that pilot was like, ma'am, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to get you back. Like, I'm going to make sure you're safe. She could have felt, like, protected in that way. So she's like, okay, I'm not going to shame them. And again, totally hear you, but wouldn't she call out Joe Schmo from None of Your Business flight school <laughs> air incorporated llc i just I, I, maybe, I don't know. think that's really interesting know. and so maybe it's a growth uh, maybe i'll i'll spin it for the skinny girl maybe yep. it's a growth opportunity sure. where she feels like in this case in a story that she still talked about yeah that made national news but also if assuming this happened which i'm <laughs> sure it did wouldn't she want to call out the airline in the best interest of anybody else that might fly on that airline, knowing that they're a company that I guess, but you're talking about, but you're talking about like, this came down to one person who, who just decided to put the fish in the oven. You know what I mean? But that also probably means that like information wasn't properly delayed, like conveyed or so. I. But again, (laughs) I'm going to go back one more time. Though. No, Guys, I, I hear you. I, hear you. I, I don't you. know. I um, so final thoughts. Final thoughts. Jersey. Eh, done. It's hard. Uh, you know what? I'm still going to, I'm still going to shout stick. out to Melania. Rapper to the stars. <laughs> Melania has a thriving rapping career. You need to watch oh, this season. Jesus. New Jersey has newspapers. That was something that happened this week newspapers jackie wrote a story about jennifer spoiling her children and jennifer whose whole story newspaper she they made up a newspaper called the bergen county record i'm sure it's a real newspaper jackie who considers herself a journalist she has mommy blog um wrote wrote a story about about jennifer spoiling her kids because jennifer's entire storyline is spoiling her kids and then jennifer's like how dare you say i spoil my kids 16 bathrooms i so much happened. You've you've peaked, you've piqued my interest a little bit. I'm kind of this this <laughs> Margaret this Margaret Danielle thing. I I can understand, but like I I'm so far behind. I can't see myself binging Jersey anytime anytime soon. But yeah, here for Atlanta. Maybe purging it. Maybe pur- <laughs> yeah, my God, yes. <laughs> Not that, that DVR is thick. Sorry. Um. Yeah. So here for Atlanta. V excited for Beverly Hills. Can't wait to see. Oh, so good. Can't wait to see how Denise fares with all these crazy bitches. Yeah. Like, can't wait to see more of. Erica Jane Hawking tea. Yes. And her skinny tea. Amen. And guys, I um put a little like Insta poll up. What do you, because I, um, Damien and I, our last episode of 2018 was the AG, um, holiday spectacular or whatever we called it. And, um, we surprised each other with gifts. Neither of us knew that the other person was like giving That's funny. a present. So he gave me something from Candy's like beauty collection and I gave him Ramona Singer's book. And then oh, I was, that's why that's on our coffee table. Amen. And yep. then I was flipping through it and literally the page that I flipped to was a picture of Ramona, one of several pictures of Ramona in a bikini throughout her memoir. And it's saying like, I look so fit or something or like how I maintain my fitness. It was so terrible that I, texted Jamie and I was like I need to buy that book for myself so I bought it it's on the on my like little entertainment center I see it um on top of becoming by Michelle because <laughs> <laughs> I know how to prioritize it, it goes it goes Michelle Obama Rebecca Traster yeah and Ramona Singer so real 
a real, trio of women. Real mixed bag Listen, here in the galley apartment. It's fantastic. So guys, um, I started thinking, wouldn't it be kind of interesting to do an Andy's Girls um, book club where maybe like every now and again, I announce an Andy's Girls book and like we'll read it together, I guess, as a community. You guys can like post comments on my Instagram and then we'll talk, about, and talk it. about it. Yeah. So I started looking through how many housewives have books and not to say that they've read their own materials, but there are a lot. So there's obviously shout out to New Jersey, um, cop without a badge, which was not written by a housewife, but yeah, features Danielle getting right. arrested and, um, becoming the repugnant person that we know. Yep. Um, there's Erica Jane, pretty mess, Carol's books. Vicky has a book called more than a housewife. Yolanda's book, Ramona life on the Ramona coaster. Um, Bethany Frankel has 700. Yep. I thought maybe cookie and peanut, her ch- kid's book would be the best one for oh, us to read together, cookie. but maybe also, um, I'm bad at, I suck at relationships. So you don't have to, or something. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. Um, Aviva Drescher's book, Leggy Blonde. Shit, there's a lot. Kyle has a book. Brandy sure. has a book. Leah Black has a book. Brandy Teresa had a lot has... of books, didn't she? Yeah, she Brandy, was a... Brandy did well. Brandy was a New York Times bestseller. Like, I mean, I think they all over. are because they have a good first week. Teresa has cookbooks. Which, which cookbook are you going to dive into? Um, <laughs> Favellini, Favalicious, Favalife. Um, Siggy has a book about why she's terrible at everything. Uh, Heather Dubrow has a book about how not to eat. Um, Sheree has a book called Wives, Fiancés, and Side Chicks. That this is still going. Sheree Whitfield, Wives, Fiancés, and Side Chicks of Hotlanta. So obviously that oh, is she wrote, an she wrote a She wrote a fiction book, didn't she? Yeah, write, that's, yeah, the one. that's it. Wives, yeah. it's um, about how to be a, a real housewife of Atlanta, yep, but yep, not yep. wanting to get sued. Um, Nini <laughs> had a book, the name of which, oh, Never Make the Same Mistake Twice. Cool. Um, Lisa Rinna has books about As how to teach her kids to have blowjobs. are going to claw your eyes out after reading all of these. Alex McCord has a book, Big <laughs> City, Tales from a Small... Oh, Tales from a Real House. I see what you did there. <laughs> Leanne Locken has an adult coloring book called Color Me Crazy. <gasps> that sounds fun. On the front of it says, We're oh, the Hot Dogs of like Dallas. Get a little high and color. Right? Yeah, and Sonia Morgan um, doesn't have a book, but she does have a cover of um, Latino Show, and I think that should take consideration. Jeez. Can we all find that article about why um, Sonia is Louise. a Latina priestess? So guys, I'm going to choose 10 of these because that's the most... Um, the, those are the most books that are allowed on Instagram or maybe I'll like type it or something. And in lieu of a selfie this week, cause I don't have makeup on and I'm wearing, um, the best sweats from that money can buy as of six years ago <laughs> when they were marked down on sale. Um, <laughs> visit my Instagram at Dame Galley and tell me whose book should be the first one that we read. And if I haven't featured one that you would like, um, suggest it in the comments and maybe while I will maintain veto power, <laughs> <laughs> As any good ruler does. Right? Maybe that'll be the first one. I just have to say, not just because I have it, because I have several of the books and, um, you know, maybe later on as a bonus, we could do Andy Cowan's, but I think we should focus on Housewives. I just have to say that Ramona's book, having not actually read it yet, looks insane. So that will need to happen at some point. I came in late the other night after like a cocktail or two and I looked at it and was like, 
I was like, I'm definitely going to read that. And it's like <laughs> no double spaced, like 16 <laughs> font. Like Perfect. You can get through it. Just Times New Roman hours. bold. Yeah, like it's going to take a good 45 minutes. A lot minute. of photos. It's going to take less time to read than Leanne's adult coloring book. Yep, and absolutely. I think that is fantastic. So guys, visit my Insta. Um, as you know, the best New Year's resolution uh, a gal or guy can have is to rate and review iTunes, Andy's Girl. <laughs> Five stars. Give me a little blurg. Blurg? That's not a word. Blurb. I had a little 30 Rock moment. Um, You know, and it means so much. It's the number one way of saying that you like the show. Subscribe if you haven't already. Um, Greatly appreciate it. Seth Plattner, tell us all your social media. Um, All of my socials are just at Seth Plattner. That's S-E-T-H-P-L-A-T-T. That's double T-N-E-R. Instagram, Twitter. You can friend me on Facebook, but I probably won't accept it. But anyway. Oh my god! I deactivated my Facebook because um, it's Facebook. Yeah, smart. smart. So, but yeah, Twitter, Instagram, hit me up, hit me up. Yes, and guys, let us know your thoughts about this week. Um, who is your most hated housewife of the year? Yep. What did you say? You said Deandra. I said Danielle. Yep. Double D's. There we go. <laughs> right. Um, guys, such a pleasure. Seth, thank you thank so you. much for sitting on Thanks my people's uh, couch. Always. And guys, we'll keep you with you next week. Bye. Bye.